maybe I'm not the issue. Hi, OCS. We're back for another episode. This is Fatima, and we're talking about social recovery. As our guests, we have Sebastian and Kyle. Hi. Hello, I'm Kyle. So the first question for you guys is, what was the effects of the first quarantine on you? Well, back when we went in 2020, very first quarantine, uh, it was such a drastic change from our normal lives. We had all that freedom, and it was just taken away so fast. The ability to just do what you please, taken the thought of all oh, this new virus going around, what does it do, how does it affect people, it's just, it was a scary thought. And also, the social aspect of being locked away, practically being held hostage in your own house, it's... It was a big detrimental effect on me, and I know a lot of people really, really suffered, you know? I mean, I don't know anyone that went through this, but um, I know so many people that, uh, like, I know from news, so many people are losing their jobs, and I I can't imagine what they were going through. I don't know if they're, they've recovered from that, but, uh, you know, it was it was a really big hit for like the entire world and we were not ready um i remember my friends and i were saying like when we first heard of the virus we were like saying there's only like 90 people all the way like on the other side of the planet that are infected there's no way like it's going to become that big of a thing it's like 93 people in like what almost 8 billion world population and that that was really kind of a smack in the face when later like two months later we hit one million cases global i know like i know personally me and a lot of people didn't really take the pandemic seriously until the first quarantine hit and so people were like oh it's fine whatever it's just like it's just like the flu but worse but then people started dying we had the delta variant we had the second lockdown the third lockdown then people were like wait a second this is really bad and then we hit the year mark and we're like Okay, this was supposed to end eight months ago. We were supposed to be out of this quarantine. We were supposed to have a lockdown, strict lockdown. Everyone has to get forced into their houses. The world basically changed. The world stopped. And then it didn't stop. Like it, it just kept going. It never changed. We never recovered. And I feel like having such a prolonged time where you're forced to really distance yourself and alienate yourself from other people. It's just not good for people. How do you guys feel when you you got the news that you were able to come to school in person? Uh, I was really relieved when I heard that because for me, online school sucked. And I know a lot of people who have said the same. Um, and, you know, I know some people who want to come to school, but their parents don't feel it's safe yet. And I, uh, online school really was hard. So that was a great move. What about you, Kyle? Uh, I was so with this passion. I was really relieved. I feel like for a lot of people, I know school is a really big part of their lives in terms of like interaction and being social because it's a place where all their friends usually get together. A lot of people make friends through school, so they all meet in one place. They can hang out during lunch. They can go out after school directly from the school. It's a lot easier for people to get together. 
and schools were really back when they first first reopened were one of the only places you could really hang out with people. There were still restrictions on outside gatherings. There were restrictions on inside gatherings. A lot of places were still closed. So there was a lot of restrictions still. So that really opened up a new light for a lot of people. And also, uh, ripping school also was... It was a little scary to go back, even though like this pandemic was still a thing. Because back uh, last year, when they started the hybrid at the opening of the uh, 2020 year of school... Uh, Going back when it was still in full swing, we hadn't really had many vaccinations go out yet. People were just sitting with masks and hand sanitizer in classes, and schools were getting closed left, right, and center. We only went for a couple of days. Uh, they alternated back and forth. You going, you staying, you going, you staying. It really wasn't good for a lot of students' mental health because of the weird structure. Uh, and a lot of people were like worried over the fact that there was no vaccinations. There wasn't a lot of distancing. And I know personally I was a little worried about it because of family members that I had in my house that were really, like, susceptible to the virus. I have two elderly, my grandparents, living with us. And so if I caught it and brought it back and they got sick, it could be really, really bad. So. Yeah, um, it's it was kind of the situation i mean it still is kind of the situation for me like i'm living with six people sometimes seven if uh my older sister comes home from downtown um yeah so just that thought of accidentally catching it and maybe you not feeling any symptoms but unknowingly transmitting it to like older people in your house like your grandparents maybe even your great grandparents it's it's scary cuz you could be the reason if they unfortunately die exactly. god forbid it's like the thought of you being the cause of someone else having their life ended like it's the worry the anxiety of you could bring it home you could do that you could not even just bring it home to you you say you bring it home to your parents they don't know they go to work they spread it to another family that's worried about it they spread it to all these customers one case can spiral out into so much as we saw with how the pandemic spread originally. We started out with one case on a boat, and here we are two years later. So it's it's really just the thought of it spreads so fast, you know. A lot of people that I knew had family members that were immunocompromised due to treatments. Um, that it was just really scary to be around them, not because of like who they are, but because of what I could do to someone that wasn't even my family. It's like, it's one thing to do something to your own family members, but it's something else to do with someone else's. Like, you are the cause of a family being ruined. Like, that's just such a big thing to think about. Is there any ways that you guys cope with the quarantine? Anything that you did? A person that you met online, probably? Uh, I... A lot of my friends that I like knew from school really didn't have much of like online contact with outside of like a text message every now and then. So we tried to get together weekly minimum to get into a call and just talk with each other. We'd sometimes play some games together. We'd watch some TV or some movies together. We'd just like stream it to each other. And it was just really nice to still have that contact there, albeit not in person, not what we were used to. It was nice to have it there because... 
if that wasn't there, I know, like, if there was the ability to have the internet and to contact people through the internet, I know a lot of people would have, wouldn't have made it through the quarantine. Um, I feel like I didn't exactly have something that I used to cope with the quarantine. Actually, I feel like it, staying at home so much kind of made me realize, like, so many things that I didn't know about myself, uh, like some strengths, some weaknesses that I have. Um, I mean, I did, I would go with my friends, like, maybe once a week or once every other week to play basketball. And, I mean, that was really fun. Like, we were still um, wearing our masks. Like, when we were going around, we would go to the convenience store. They were they were fun times, especially in the summer. Um, I got into some new hobbies and, like, healthier hobbies. Um, I've also, I've learned kind of in the social aspect of this, like, staying at, because I was staying at home so much, and, I mean, I've learned not that people's opinions don't matter, like, as long as you're happy wherever you are, because I was happy at home, as long as you're happy wherever you are, you're you're set. You don't have to care what anyone else says to you or thinks about you. Even after, like, the pandemic finished, I, I was still in that state of, you know, what you say doesn't matter. Like, who cares? You're just another person. To play off that point um, of, you know, growing as a person through the quarantine, I feel like myself and a lot of people that I know really figured out how to improve ourselves through like mentally like we knew how to like we figured out how to find ways to increase it how to make it feel better how to reach out like a lot of people i knew for the first time reached out during the quarantine and were like yo i need to talk to someone someone that i never thought would have to do that i thought these people were perfectly fine they were doing well they were always outgoing up bold quarantine hit and they're like i need someone to talk to i'm going through something can you talk? It was really wild to see a lot of people really expose their true selves and really finally get the help they needed. Because being in person, you have to keep up a reputation. You have to keep out like an outward appearance. You got to keep it to a way that you feel would make yourself look better. And I know a lot of people would bottle up and they would hide their true emotions from other people in order to not seem weak. But now that everyone was online, everyone was a picture on a screen, they were numbers, it didn't matter what other people felt because that's it. Like, no one else could really torment you because if they did, you could just block them, you could turn it off, you could find easier ways to distance yourself from them. So thank you, Sebastian and Kyle, for coming over today as our guest in this podcast. And that we pretty much for this podcast. I hope you guys have a great day.